Hello, and welcome to another episode of Musing Marauders, a Traders podcast. Hi, y'all. I'm here with my two amazing co-hosts, Matt and Alejandro. What's up, guys? Doing well. What a fun episode. I have thought. I just want to point out, she didn't ask you how you were doing. I heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I accept it. I accept it. I very quickly want to throw a shout out. Do we have new subscribers on Spotify? I'm not going to say how many because that's just for us. But we have we, new subscribers. That's so amazing. Welcome. Oh Welcome to, to the new people. Um, uh, We hope you'll stick around. We have fun over here. I feel like this was a big turning point episode, but I just need to throw something out there. I went to lunch with some friends this week and we got into a very, not heated, it was a fine conversation about the housewives and what they add or do not add to this show. And also just kind of got into the housewives in general. And I want to throw something out there. Everyone should be afraid of the Bravoverse, okay? <laughs> because if you speak ill will about any of our gals, including ones that we know are awful humans, which, granted, most of them. We will get very, very defensive of our gals. And I think in this show, especially, we see them, and maybe other people don't see this, but we see them as so underestimated, which we both like and loathe, right? We love that they're underestimated. A lot of people think Phaedra's doing really well, right? A lot of people see Phaedra and they're like, she's playing a good game. We also like have people like Sheree, who I'm not even sure Sheree knows she's on on the show. Like I'm not even sure she knows she's here. I, wait, I'm sorry. To your point, who is Sheree? Because I don't know who that Sheree's is. Sheree's the one who was running around with Kevin. She was Kevin's partner in the challenge, and they couldn't read. Oh, they couldn't yeah. read the. Oh, the map. right, right, right. The map. Yes, she's Phaedra's BFF. They're both from Real Housewives of Atlanta. But so I just wanted to throw that out there that like. If you are going to get into, and again, I had a wonderful conversation with my friends and we got really philosophical about Housewives, which I don't need to do here. This is fun and light and goofy, but like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I would just warn people that if you are going to enter a conversation about the Housewives or about the traders and how the Housewives are on the traders with someone who considers themselves part of the Bravoverse, be warned. Be warned. We are, we can be ferocious. Okay, we will we will stand in front of a bullet for our gals. And when I say bullet, I mean like a social media bullet. I'm not saying a physical bullet. I'm saying like, you know, we will will go to battle on like TikTok and Instagram. But I just want to throw that out there. I'm vaguely concerned, (laughs) but happy for you, I guess. (laughs) Um, I love it. I just I, I feel like it needed to be said. Listen, people just turn their nose up at it. And it's like. It's true. You don't understand. You just, you don't understand. Speaking of housewives, we find out really early on in this episode that (laughs) Phaedra chose to get rid of Tamra. And I do think this was a good move for Phaedra. I think Phaedra knew she kind of had to get rid of a housewife. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was like, if if a housewife goes, then they're going to say, oh, well, surely there's no housewife in that bunch. Yeah, everyone is thinking so illogically the only one who is thinking logically is my little baby Bergie in his little baby Bergie bed thinking really big <laughs> Bergie thoughts like, yes, coming into his own, coming into his voice. One of the few clear voices on this episode. Who would have thought? Did not <laughs> see that one coming. <laughs> um, but- no, Bergie, Bergie's given us big boy thoughts and I'm here for it. <laughs> 
what's shocking to me, though, what was shocking to me about Phaedra's choice is that I honestly have mm-hmm. to, the, the most annoying person in this house has to be Trishel, right? <laughs> like, don't you think that everyone is annoyed with Trishel at this point? Yeah, uh, I guess at this point, sorry, I had to think. I was like, wait, who's Trishel again? I'm so sorry. I'm still trying to remember who Trishel is. She's the one with the furry. She's the one She's the one who got yeah. peppermint out. <laughs> Who convinced? Oh yeah, the oh. transphobe. Oh, right. The tra- <laughs> okay, I don't think we should. I don't think we should throw around those type of labels. No, no, I know, I know. It obviously was a joke with me immediately laughing afterwards. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Trishel or Trishel or Janelle. That's that's the other one, right? Yeah, which we they take care of that later too. So I don't know anything of like annoyance with these people. I, I genuinely don't know what's real in that regard. Yeah. Like, cause it's true. not like last season where we have Kate. Kate was like actively mm-hmm. saying, this person is annoying me. Everything you do is annoying. We had that with Kevin a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say this episode, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Oh, my God. Kevin. It's so wrong, too. He's just always, he's yeah. so wrong. He is taken wrong and strong to the, uh, <laughs> to the ultimate. And unfortunately, he is consistently wrong and consistently strong about it. Especially his actions at that round table. I was like, you seem to be the annoying one right now. And then, like, I, I get Kate's reaction. I was just like, I don't know. Oh, my God. When he was given Kate, the tood, I was like, sir, she will eat you alive. Oh, she gave him the, oh, she was like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> She's like, it's my first day back, so I'm a wait, but I just need to see. And I love Kate coming in hot with like, they're doing so badly. Like, homie, your season was doing just as badly, mainly because of you. I don't know. Kate and Brandy Glanville early on first season kept getting on to the right track and no one yeah. would listen to them. And that's when Kate just finally threw up her hands and went, fuck it. <laughs> Sorry, what I meant was mainly because of you because they all thought Kate oh, was the traitor. Sure. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. um, before we get to that, though, like just kind of sticking on on Tamra. So they decide yep. to get rid of Tamra and in like the most Tamra fashion. This is so Tamra on Real Housewives. The fact that she started crying I was like, oh, there she is. Oh, my is. God, yeah. There she is. This is classic, like, on, on Real Housewives. She would get called out on shit she really did do, like, all the shit she started, and she would just, like, she just starts crying. Or she runs away. She runs away if she starts crying. <laughs> Those are the two she does. Bravo fans were not shocked that she had to have this emotional moment that she was, had a, I had a great experience. And <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't know it would be this cutthroat. The game is themed around murder, and you weren't voted out. Like, you were literally just a victim of the murderers. Ironically, she used to own a gym called Cut Fitness. So, there you go. Well, I was like, (laughs) what have you done of note, or who have you really interacted with that made you feel so emotional on your exit. Um, it was very bizarre. Alejandro, she suffed out that John doesn't have asthma. <laughs> you cannot oh forget my that. You God. cannot forget I, that. <laughs> I can't. I could never. It was her whole plan. Was she the one who was like, give me your inhaler? She contributed something. <laughs> I'm not a, neither a fan nor a dissenter, I guess, to the housewives. They they live their lives. I live mine. The two shall never meet. That's fine. I will say they bring an energy to the show that is just 
absolute chaos with unfounded confidence. <laughs> and it is great. Like, they're the only people in the world, I think, who can just say, like to John, he doesn't have an inhaler. Every person in the world with asthma has an inhaler, and he doesn't have it. He's the traitor. Solved. Like, it is a very fun energy. I enjoy in my, that. In my defense of Housewives, I never said that they're the brightest bulbs. <laughs> never, never claimed. No. Never claimed. The people on the traders who aren't Housewives don't think they are either. They're like, no, they don't have strategy. They're just voting together. Like, they can't get a majority. They're just going, like, they're being disparaged on the show in real time. Janelle even said when they go to the the next day, Janelle even made a comment in her um, confessional that she said, like, they don't have any skill. Like, she made that comment, yeah. which Janelle I've learned and I've heard now from friends who watch Big Brother, like, this is Janelle. Like, Janelle's kind of nasty the way she talks about people, which is I could see how that makes it fun to watch. I actually yeah. I actually enjoyed her this episode because she did bring, like, to your point, Matt, like, she brought a little bit of that chaos, and I did think she was going to successfully get Dan out, which yep, she got so close. I don't know how she didn't. Uh, I know so how close. she didn't. She she messed it up herself. Let's talk about the challenge. Um, oh, the birds. the birds. The birds. This felt like a gimme. This felt like a you guys need a, a soft challenge. The real energy is Kate coming in. So the yeah, <laughs> the biggest thing though of the challenge yeah. was, and um, <laughs> which I have to say, as much as I don't like, um, oh gosh, what's her name? The survivor, older woman, Sandra, Sandra. Parvati. I know. Oh. I will never forget Parvati's no, I was gonna say, Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Sandra. <laughs> Sandra. The funniest thing. So they they made that rule of like the only people that could get a um, shield was the people that were going to run out in the garden. Yeah. And Sandra was like, "It's not fair. The only people who like to run get <laughs> get to get the, the shield. Why can't people that don't like to run like me and Phaedra <laughs> get, get the shield?" <laughs> oh, it was like that cracked me up. She has some quips. Like last week when she commented that oh, she yeah. was shocked that her and Larsa were the same age. She thought that Larsa was at least ten years older than her. <laughs> I was like, girl, the braces the braces don't remove 10 years. Sandra made a comment <laughs> as she was walking outside and where she uh, goes, I need a savings account. I was like, you want a million dollars? Two. Like, she's two won times. two. Like, she's won two million dollars. Like, you should have some sort of savings. I'm just saying, put some of it in the bank. I'm not her financial advisor. I do not know what she has done with her money, but she needs a savings account. So let's let's look for some birds. Oh my God, though. Alan coming during this challenge, you can just tell he's having a fucking blast. He thought this was so funny. So funny. Um, it, I mean, it had to have been. They're all running through that house going, hurl, hurl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm convinced they told them that they have to make the noises they run in. And by they, I think it's Alan Cumming. I think this oh, entire yeah, yeah. project is just <laughs> Alan Cumming at this point. I think he has full creative control. Oh, the life. What a life. With his little <laughs> stupid oh, feather Well, he collar. got so into it. There was one point that he was waiting at the podium. And then you see him there for like the first three birds or something. But then after that, he's outside listening with them on the walkie-talkie. He's like, "No, I want in on all yeah, of the action." Yeah, he's like, right "I'm now. missing stuff. I'm he missing was bored. stuff." <laughs> that was just so funny and such good TV. They said this lasted 20 minutes. I don't think this yeah. was all done in 20 minutes. <laughs> I am gonna call bullshit on that. <laughs> 
Especially since you had Kevin and Sheree who could not read. They're like, I don't know how to read a map. And it's like, that's not a map. That was drawn by my two-year-old around a garden. Like, you're not, nothing is that far away from you. There's a limited number of paths. (laughs) Yeah, also, you should know this area. I feel like you're always on the grounds of the castle. walking down the path. You're going to run into one. Like, it's not, it's not that deep. And then we had... Oh, wait, we, we totally kind of skimmed over something, too. Um, Janelle insisted again on being in the group that could get the shields. And I was... Oh, yeah. I was kind of shocked that no one went, no, you have had the shield two times, right? She's already had the shield twice. Or has it been three? Yeah. Two that I know for I sure. Think- Twice? Two for sure. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Um, But she, like, raised her hand, would not put it down. She's pushy, man. She, like, gets what she, like, listen, props to her. She gets what she wants. But I'm just shocked that no one, that they didn't all turn around and say, no, Janelle, you don't get to go after it again. Which I get why they're suspicious of her. Because it's, Janelle, you're not getting voted out. If you're not a traitor, they love you around. And if you are a traitor, you don't need the shield. Yeah. Like, sit down. I'm actually surprised this didn't come up at the round table. But again, logic. Yeah. They (laughs) don't bring up a lot of things at the round table. It just makes no sense that they're not bringing it up. And then the things they do bring up make no sense as well. They're not making any sense. It's all nonsense. Unless you're a baby Bergie. Unless you're baby Bergie. (laughs) Then you have all the sense. (laughs) So yeah, so they, the runners. So who gets it? Trishel and Bergie find the shield but the six that Mm -hmm. went on ran made that decision we're not going to tell anyone now i thought janelle announcing to everyone like we have decided that we're not going like you should have just said they should have said i don't know i don't know we don't know about it but then the choice to tell a handful of people is interesting also to have the same person be the one who told mm-hmm. the people. Like, why didn't they say, you're going to say this to this person, you're going to say it to this person, you're going to say it to this person? Because Parvati in the turret, the minute she found out that both her and Dan were told by Peter, right? Peter was the one who told him. She yeah. was like, oh, so they're they're telling us that to, to throw us off the scent. Like, they're lying. <laughs> like, she got it right well, away. I think... Yeah. Yeah, and I think 100%. I, I, I see what he was trying to do with telling a handful of people. Like, I, I do get that. But oh, um, yeah. And what Parvati said, which I didn't even think of, was her pointing out that he told Dan, which he's been very vocal that he thinks Dan is a traitor. Yeah. So Dan should have figured that out. Dan should have said, why is he telling me? Parvati comes from Survivor. She knows the power of an immunity yeah. idol and also knows the power of having one and not necessarily using it. Or like, having a fake one. She's had this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's had this conversation plenty, mm-hmm. plenty of times. Like she knows who you give information to, how you give information. There's a reason behind it. And so like literally what Matt said, her realizing that, oh, it's only me and you that he told this information. It's obviously mm-hmm. some type of trap. The other thing too is that Janelle went on a tear throughout the house telling everyone that it's Dan, right? And, like, for me, yeah. Janelle, I don't think... I, like, Janelle, I've not enjoyed Janelle much, but I enjoyed her this episode. Um, But I was like, yes, she's, like, figured out. Because if there's one traitor that I want to go right now, it's Dan. Because I actually... Yeah, I have, 100%. I don't know who it was, but they just keep telling Dan, like, you're not doing anything. You're not helping. Like, you're not... You're literally doing 
nothing. Why aren't people following through with it? Dan's name has been brought up the last three roundtables. That doesn't solve anything. They're like dogs being distracted. They go, oh, I had my tennis ball here. Oh, but wait, let me go to the, the shiny bell. It's like, no, the tennis ball was there all along. You can play with it if you want. But like, look at, don't be distracted by this other thing. After this one, I don't see a world where he's not voted out next time. Yeah. yeah. I I don't see how that happens. The reason why I think Janelle messed up her own game. I think she was onto it when she said, "Yeah, I've thrown out a lot of wrong names. But I am a faithful. I am trying to suss out. I'm I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. this out. A traitor would not say any name because they don't have to. They can just sit back and mm-hmm. do nothing and let us all do the work. And who's been doing that? It's Dan. Then she just started throwing out every name she could think of. Yeah. And 100%. these people's egos, all of them, are so big. The minute you say any of their names, you're you're on their list. They're like, I'm voting for you. You yep. can't, can't say my name and get away with it. Why would you let the traitors know your next two people? Yeah. Like, why would you let them know who you're suspecting? Because that now, if any of those three are traitors, they want to get you out now. And and yeah. I would stop saying CT's name, too, because <laughs> that's the one that oh my she, God, yeah. the one that she keeps saying that I'm like, that's another bulldog you really don't want to mess with. I have to. Um, so I've been watching a lot of The Sopranos. I'm almost done with it. And um, what year is CT's this? belly and his uh, labored breathing early on reminded me quite a bit of Tony Soprano in the later seasons. <laughs> and I just needed to say that. Uh, well, you've been calling CT's body dad bod, Mikey, oh. from some of our episodes. And I was like, I kind of see it. This episode, I was like, oh, he's got a full on Belly. Oh well, you I can if you tell. look at CT from yeah, the God Dad Bond from the from the what is a Godfather joke? <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> okay, Matt. Um, Alrighty, as you were saying. So Mikey. if you look at CT from like <laughs> late nineties, early aughts, challenge. I mean, he is ripped, ripped. Yeah. And then you see him now. I mean, listen. Also, too, the guy's in his forties. Like and yeah. but I will like I I always talk about Watch Crappens, but they I was listening to their coverage of this show, and they are like obsessed with his tight pants. They are, <laughs> they are like they they're like I they think he has a dad bod, but they did comment they're like, but it's a different dad bod though because like some dad bods are just belly, but he's like got a like got yeah. a butt like he's got a caboose now too, and he's got like the <laughs> the thighs <laughs> and he wears those tight pants. <laughs> We love you, CT. We love you, Watch uh, What Crappens. Um, yeah. So Kate, uh. yeah. So Kate kind of got thrown in. I'm actually surprised that she got to vote. That was interesting. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> Just was like, I'm gonna sit in and then listen to everyone's plans, and not have anything to really say, and then just vote with the majority. You know what would like, have been cool sure. is if she would have gotten to like listen in on all their like cocktail conversations ahead of time. Yes. But I guess there's also that would have been fun. That would have been cool. But I, I guess the like the producers are probably like, yeah. But what if the three traders get together and she like overhears that? No, true. But you could have the producers no. controlling. Yeah. Like we're gonna just keep switching to rooms so you can hear bits and pieces of conversations. Yeah. Like you could have done that. But just yeah. to give like a little, and then Alan Cumming could have totally been like, Kit has been listening. <laughs> <laughs> Kit has been listening. <laughs> You don't know what uh, she's had. <laughs> One faithful's been below deck the whole time. 
I love it. I love it. Here for it. Um, I love that she wore leather gloves, too. She had on leather oh God, yes. gloves. Yeah. She called out, too, while they were having all their discussions. We we already talked about how, like, Kevin kind of... Kevin all oh, yeah. Kevin came in hot with this, like, I'd like to speak without being interrupted, if that's okay. Yeah. Then I have to say, he was, like, permeating some, like, pent-up misogyny in this whole yes. situation. He was acting like, oh, 100%. A, like a petulant child. A, a petulant child! That's the exact phrasing I was going to say! Sorry, <laughs> These mic levels will be a little out. I was literally about to say petulant yeah. child. Yeah, it was totally spoiled child. Like everyone needs to listen to me. I need I have something very important to say. Kate, are you could you pay attention? And she was literally asking someone, yeah. what's his name? <laughs> exactly. Like, um, but I also Ugh. Kate also called out um Dan as well, because he was like, This is how I always play the game. And she said, But you win. You always win. And then he came yes, back. I also too. I thought it was crazy that I don't remember if it was Bergy or Peter was like, "Give us a name, like throw something out there." It was Peter, and he threw Janelle out. And yeah. Bergy's the only one that said you threw the one, the person who's calling you out. Like that. How is that? That doesn't prove anything yeah. to us. Well, Bergy said you called out your number one out of nowhere. So like that's a red flag for me it's not it, it the, also the second red flag is you're just calling out the person who called you out to try and save your butt but like that was the main thing it's like no you and janelle have been tight this whole game and then all of a sudden now you're just gonna turn because she's turning on you like what are you your have, reasons yeah you have nothing to back it up you're going on what everyone else is saying Oh, I yeah. think Dan's gone. I which we can we'll talk about the the turret in a minute. But also yeah. highlight. I hope Dan is gone. His voice has gotten grating to me for some is reason. It, He's always is just it so gravelly. He over <laughs> tells every explains everything. Because <laughs> I think he over explains everything. Um. Also, too, one of the highlights of this roundtable was Sandra and. <laughs> Janelle getting into you're the biggest traitor you're the biggest traitor no you're the biggest you're the biggest fucking traitor you're the, you're the traitor yeah drink that water traitor you're the fucking traitor I'm the traitor you're a traitor bitch I'm a bitch traitor oh you're the God. traitor traitor bitch <laughs> and the cut to Parvati just at least at least she wasn't doing the squinty eyes the oh yeah <laughs> well Parvati knows how Sandra can like get cutthroat like she had a big blow up on one of her seasons like, with Johnny Fair. Like, she will be mean. She can be loud and nasty if she wants to. She wanted so, to like, kill a mommy and a baby goat. Okay. Oh, that yeah. That, that was, is all that's... I need to know. <laughs> Everyone else on the tribe was like, we're not going to be the people that killed a mom and a baby goat. And she was like, she was like, I will. <laughs> Thank God they did not let that happen. I was like, I will never watch Survivor again if this happens. That's when I decided I hated her. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's valid. Also, other thing we haven't talked about. We mentioned how Peter comes up with this idea to not tell anyone about uh, his shield. I And I forget who it is. It's, it's either Trishel or Janelle. There's this one confessional where they go, oh, Peter, he's not just a pretty face or he's not just a pretty one. He's a smart one. Too. Wait, I have it written down. Fuck it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's Janelle. And clearly it took multiple takes. It was such a line delivery of like the housewife cut away and say your line, you know? And I know she's not a housewife, but that was the the energy. And I want to see the other takes. <laughs> 
I would have loved, I would love to see like Phaedra deliver that line because Phaedra delivers her lines the best. Phaedra's like, honey, he is not just a pretty face. He's a smart one. (laughs) (laughs) Makes it all sexual. (laughs) I'm Um, So they, well, we end up, we see that Janelle gets kicked out. Fergie's pissed. He's pissed at everyone. And Janelle also, she gets up there and like gives her a big thing. But then she said, I'm faithful, you idiots. (laughs) Which I was like, that's yeah, great. and then storms out like valid. I mean, also she had every right to get upset towards the end of that round table because then people are attacking her for no reason for being her. With they, obviously they cast these people because they're gonna they're gonna take offense some way or another, which we we definitely saw. Um, but like her reactions are all valid. Like I don't think she overreacted. Oh, I, I don't think she's lying. I think she believes they're all idiots. <laughs> like I think she's like these are. These people are idiots. Um, they are. They're not bringing up stuff that they have brought up before. They they move past it. And it's like, no, you go, you all are on a right path. Like, you have to get over yourself. You're obviously going to pick the wrong people sometimes. Like, MJ. Yes, I know you and Larsa could not get Dan out that one time. But that doesn't clear mm-hmm. him. <laughs> like, you, you were, like, nothing that you said has been proven incorrect. Um, and as a matter of fact, now you have more information. You have more ammo. Exactly. Um, but they just jump onto like they just it is the one thing I would say that is a little frustrating is they do tend to go to like majority rules of like, I'm just going to go with everyone because yeah. I do think they're they play a little scared sometimes. Some of them do. Sheree, like yeah. Sheree is a perfect. I mean, Sheree yeah. voted for John last week because she just didn't know what name to put down. Well, I would prefer more of that. Just like random votes out there, like people sticking to their guns, being like, "I'm not going to follow this. I'm going to believe it's yeah, this she person." She voted for John because she was just like, "I don't, I don't know." I, uh, John, it was the easiest name to spell. Like, <laughs> I, like <laughs> I mean, you're not I, wrong. Yeah, I, I will give you but that. The one thing that would have, I thought, oh, would have just been like Chef's kiss, if Phaedra. And Parvati would have had a glance at each other and just mm-hmm, said, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and just said, like, made it known we're going to do it because they could have gotten him yeah. out. If the two of them. They could have done it right then. And, and like, there. is it a yeah. risk? Sure. It's a risk that you go up to the turret and Dan's pissed at you. But you're like, you you have to say, like, whoa, whoa, you you were dying, dude. And Phaedra says that to him later. She goes, yeah. dude, they have your number. It just would have been so cool to see because Dan, again, thinks he runs this show. With the traders, yeah. it would have been nice to see them kind of yeah. take it over, but I—that's asking a lot, I think. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it next week, though. I—I I think the only thing that kept them from pushing him out was one they hadn't talked to each other. I don't think they realized mm-hmm. how up a creek without a paddle he was, and also I think they knew if he didn't get out this time, he's going next time. Yeah. So, it's like, look. Dan's a great target right now. Let them focus on him. Yeah, and you can't defend him without getting heat on yourself. Like, there's no way to. Oh, there's. I don't see a world in which they try to defend Dan. No, I think it's more. Do they it, push him off the cliff? Sari yeah. had to do it. Sari did it last year. Um, you know, this is just another reason why Survivor people excel at this game. Like, Parvati has been in such good control and like maneuvering socially. And like we mentioned earlier in this episode. She can tell a lie or a plot when she hears one because she's worked with immunity idols. So this idea of a hidden shield is the exact same thing. And she called it out. She 
called it out and knew, nope, this is a trap. We should go for someone in the other group. And Dan is so bullheaded that he won't listen to her. And it just proves my point yeah. that Parvati is amazing and incredible. And Dan also kind of keeps telling us that he's still gunning to get Phaedra out, which I also am like, you just found out that Peter, who he also thinks isn't savvy enough to to tell him the wrong name, which, like, I, again, yeah. I don't think Peter's a rocket scientist, but, like, I mean, I could, why, why wouldn't he be able to come up with, like, let's tell them someone else got the shield? Like, why Dan wouldn't hear, wouldn't hear that the two people in that three that were told who allegedly had a shield are him and Parvati, and he still thinks that Phaedra is the person he... Now, is it the person he needs to get out? Sure, because she's no one can is suspecting her as being a traitor. But is that an easy task? Absolutely not. It'd be easier to get poverty out. If you go if they go for Bergie and you and Bergie is like, I had a shield, so whoever's the traitor, and I told X, Y, and Z who it is. I mean, it's very easy for Dan to go to any of them, or even if they say, we're not going to tell you who he told, but we know who the traitor is, he can go to mm -hmm. Peter and say, hey, Parvati and I are really close, and she told me what that you also told her, so I really think it's her. Like, he could easily go for Parvati, but he's got this vendetta against Phaedra, and I just, I yeah. don't see the route. I think if you, if you said Phaedra's name to anyone on this show, because they wouldn't go, oh, she's actually really quiet, too. She is. She plays very quiet, but She's Phaedra. She gets away with it. None of them are going to say that. They're going to say, no, it's not Phaedra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. I So two thoughts. One, I feel like Phaedra's allowed to be quiet because the housewives hierarchy works differently. And there has to be one person who's the loud one at the <laughs> no, top, that's fair. and everyone kind of falls in behind okay. them. And I think, I think Phaedra has just been like, this is great. This works perfect for me. I don't need to be the person at the top of the pyramid. This ain't dance moms. And she'll slip into the back. Um, I second thought, I really hope Parvati, this could be a move that could blow up in her face, but I would really like it. If next episode, if they did go for Bergie, if Parvati calls the shot a little bit, and when it's down to like if Berg, because he's going to be one of the last two, because they always do that. If Parvati says to Peter, well, it can't be Bergie. He has the shield. Like, and just lets it slip. I'm like, no, I know yeah. he has the shield. Like, obviously he has the shield. And, like, there's little things she could do to make this situation really Ooh. good for her. If yeah, she like does it Yeah, like someone right. told me. Like someone, yeah. Guess, or or yeah, even, yeah, she didn't yeah, even yeah. have to go that crazy. She could say, why would they go for anyone that was out in that field yesterday? Like, why? Like, yeah. why? That's such a stupid move. Like, you don't, you have no idea. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's so many things she exactly. could do. No, yeah. And I could see her doing that. I'm, I'm a little worried they're just trying to fake us out. Because the other option was, Par Parvati was saying, John. go for, like, John, someone who wasn't out on the field. Which would be disappointing, because, like, John hasn't given us much except for a silly run and not having uh. asthma. Uh <laughs> but he's just so excited to be a part of a group. You can kind of see it a little bit. He's like, oh, we're doing an activity. We're running. We're going. I think there was a moment during the challenge where Alan was like, now run. And then John's like, okay, <laughs> Mr. Alan said, run, let me go. <laughs> like, he's having yeah. the time of his life. And uh, the few times he has to be serious, he comes in with such decorum. 
And I just don't think it's a role anyone else on this show could play. We need that. We need the former speaker, the House of Commons. Oh my God. Also, when he was speaking at the round table, I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> what? Is that just because you don't sure. understand his accent? I have no idea what he said. <laughs> so our listeners know my husband's British and all hundred doesn't understand a word he says. <laughs> um, all right. I think we've covered everything. Any other things that happened that you feel like we you wanted to get off your chest? So we brushed, sorry, just a little quick thing. We brushed a little bit about, you know, Kateson, we love her. But her confessionals, the moment she's sitting in the chair, the moment they show us her face, we are reminded why she's brought uh-huh. back and why she is incredible and why she is here and why she is going to slay the house down boots this season. Oh my God, I hit the table again. I am so yes. sorry. And two, two things to add to that. Number one, I am annoyed that we were teased that she was coming back. I wish it would have been more of a surprise. Yeah. That's okay. I'll get over it. As someone who literally yeah. turns the show on at nine o'clock on Thursday. Um, second thought, did you guys also notice that she made the comment because they were talking about the like, oh, they killed Ek and Sue with like a slow working poison. And she totally was like, I'm never accepting a drink from yes. Parvati. I was like, what? Were you listening in the walls? <laughs> where did where did that come from Uh, here's my theory on that i think kate says 10 million (laughs) things at all times like she's just giving the producers anything to pull to make it sound like she knows what's going on and i i think they do a great job i think they did it last season too kate just says shit and we're like wait do you know who the traitor is okay so we're going with dumb Um, luck (laughs) we're going with dumb luck yeah always with Kate, it's the best kind of luck, though, for her. And I wish her all of the dumb luck. <laughs> all right. We got to wrap this up. Um, so next week, we will start out with breakfast, I assume. It's going to be breakfast. Oh, yeah. Um, And then we will see what happens. And uh, I love this show. If the shield worked yeah, or not. I love this show oh so, my God, so it's much. It's so good. Um, it's and so we good. will we'll, we'll see what happens. Until then, be careful out there, kids. <laughs> Don't get murdered most foul. Oh, it's it's like Shrek and then Hamlet. Um, <laughs> I love that. I got be careful out there, kids, was supposed to be because there's a murderer around, but it kind of just felt like a PSA from the early 90s. Like, Alan Cummings going to roll up in a car and offer you a ride to the arcade. Um, oh all right, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Went off the rails there at the end of it. Uh.